0: welcome to PR After Hours, your twice-weekly cocktail of business, PR, and marketing tips hosted by me, Alex Greenwood. Every week, we bring you virtual happy hours featuring business advice from entrepreneurs and leading thinkers in PR, marketing, and business. We're going to get started in just a moment, so stick with us. Hi, this is Angelo Ponzi, the host of the Business Growth Cafe podcast, and you're listening to PR After Hours. I'm too healthy to be paying this much for health insurance. I hardly even use my health insurance. I just need it for... Catastrophic admit. I never meet my deductible. I hate my plan. It's so hard to see a dermatologist or any kind of specialist. So I could go on and on and on. If you're like me and you run your own shop and you're not a massive corporation, insurance is at best uh, a labyrinth. It's frustrating. It's expensive. And I I imagine for a lot of us, we don't have exactly what we need. Well, guess what? We're in luck today. We have a guest who is going to walk us through this maze a little bit. She's gonna tell us about what she does. Her name is Dr. Noor Ali. She is a Bangladeshi American medical doctor from New York City, determined to bridge the gap between patients and health insurance services through education, information, and empowerment. And I am very excited to welcome her to the show. Welcome to the virtual lounge, Dr. Noor.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much, Alex. I'm uh, grateful for the opportunity to be here and to have a chat with your listeners today.
0: You know, it's not often that I get this much of a doctor's time, so I'm enjoying this.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about that for a second. You are a medical doctor. You're a surgeon. Um, What led you into consulting about health insurance?
1: Yeah, it's a career I completely fell into, Alex. I mean, no one wakes up and says that I want to sell health insurance as, as for a living or a career. So definitely not something I sought out. Uh, but since I fell into it, I really fell in love because in my in my experience in, in medical practice, um, I practice abroad back home in my country in Bangladesh, and we don't have a health insurance system. Everything is pay per service. So I was quite, I was very unfamiliar uh, with the insurance system in general, healthcare system in America. Um, and as a patient, I didn't understand deductibles and I was super frustrated and I was like this is just it just seems too confusing for the lay person to understand Um, and then of course navigating it and trying to make sure that you know am I getting screwed or is this this doesn't even make sense so that that huge gap in knowledge you know both from a provider's perspective, as a patient perspective, and when this opportunity came to me and I was like, I can, I can do some good here. I think I can unspool the yarn for a lot of people and, and give a really unique lens because of my position of my unique position. So here I am, and I'm, I'm loving every bit of it.
0: And you still practice medicine.
1: I do back home. So, uh, in fact, every every year I try to. It's all voluntary, so I try to give some of my time uh, a month or two. Or so, and I'm traveling soon. And next week we're going back home to Bangladesh, uh, where I am still an active licensed uh, physician and surgeon. Oh,
0: fantastic, fantastic! Well, I hope you enjoy the trip, and and they're very lucky to have you back to help. Thank out. you
1: so much. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So you, uh, it's Doctor and there'll be a link in the show notes, everybody. So don't wreck your car or get off the treadmill. That'll all be there at prafterhours.com or in your show link. But you bill yourself as, pardon the pun, your concierge health insurance advisor. Mm-hmm. Um, so helping growth phase entrepreneurs access quality health insurance plans outside of open enrollment. Walk me through that, would you please? Who, who exactly is a, a growth entrepreneur in your eyes? What, who is your usual uh, best uh, fit for a client?
1: Yes. Yeah, so my best fit for a client are, are not those whose income uh, is, is so low that they're qualifying for government subsidies. Because if you are qualifying for a subsidy, your best bet is going to go get a marketplace plan, healthcare.gov, ACA, Obamacare, all of that is synonymous. So right now, we're, we're at an opportune time of the year, um, open enrollment. So this is a time of the year where you can just hop online and, and punch in your information and just get a list of plans available to you and sign up. Now, those plans are, are great for those who are lower income. So you can get a government subsidy, or if you're chronically ill and you know that you're going to meet your your deductible or your out-of-pocket max, you're you're on a guaranteed issue plan that's guaranteed to cover you no matter what. So so for those populations, those plans are awesome. My my target my focus is those um, small business owners who are making too much money to qualify for those government assistance, who are generally healthy and it's very unlikely they're going to spend uh, seven eight nine ten thousand dollars a year in medical bills. For those people, uh, marketplace plans sound and look absolutely ridiculous. Um, Their premiums are as high as mortgages and their deductibles are so obscene that it it just doesn't make a lot of sense. And for this population, health insurance often becomes an afterthought with all of the negative connotations that you said, you know, it's a scam. I don't use it. I hate it. Why am I paying you this much for something I don't even use? So that's where I can come in. Um, And I like to offer a unique solution for that population, for that healthy and wealthy growth phase entrepreneur, which is a medically Underwritten health insurance plan, and that's what I do.
0: Yeah, it's funny. I've got a client uh, who went through the very same thing. He has his own accountancy service, and he's got it. He's growing. He does well, uh, sure. but he he needed insurance, so he tried the ex- the exchanges. He tried Obamacare, and and I got nothing against Obamacare. I think it's a great sure. idea. But he, sure. you said, I believe you said that for certain people, it's like a, it's like a mortgage payment, and that's what he yeah. said. He's like, he yeah. said, I I don't need it. He said, I know I need some coverage. Mm-hmm. But I don't mm-hmm. I don't need to pay, you know, fifteen hundred dollars a month yeah. or something like you that. You
1: certainly don't need that. And then you fall into the trouble is well, if you forego it altogether and you end up going to the ER, the way our system's designed, you're gonna come home looking at, you know, maybe tens of thousands of dollars worth of bills for a five hour visit that that has the potential to make you medically bankrupt. In fact, 61% of American bankruptcies are due to medical bankruptcies. So, how do you protect and prevent against that? So really puts puts this pool into a dilemma and, and and that's really the clientele that i aim to serve um, and you asked about how i present myself as a concierge i'm so uh, i so believe in my services and the plans that i help my clients on that i come with the plan for the life of the policy so if anything happens uh, during the duration of that plan i know that i've built a, a policy that's so strong i can pick up the phone and say don't worry i got you you're covered um so that's really the the additional service and peace of mind that that i can offer to my clients is not only am i getting you on a health plan that's actually make sense for you, um, I'm going to come with the plan to help you maximize those benefits for for the life of the plan.
0: So what's it like, uh, if you don't mind, walk us through, I'm calling you up and uh, yep. Dr. Nora, here's my situation. <laughs> what? What? How's the onboarding look?
1: Sure. So the first first is a 15-minute consultation call. I'm going to say, hey, Alex, tell me a little bit about you. You know, what are your needs for health insurance? What do you think is a quality health insurance plan? Once I collect that data, I'll make a recommendation. And if I can help you get on one of these medically underwritten plans, the next step is really going through the policy and say, hey Alex, make sure that you love this. You know, is it going to work for you? If you break a leg, this is how much it's going to cost. Make sure I answer those questions. What if I get cancer on this plan? Uh, once you're comfortable with that, we submit an application and we get you all signed up and that's it. And that's all the commitment and time that I need from you. The rest is all on my hands. If anything happens to you on that plan, you need help with a claim, customer service issue, that's where I can come in and take care of all of that for you.
0: Yeah, You're right there in the corner, aren't you? Yeah yeah i like that yeah and so we're talking you work typically with uh, self-employed 1099 folks entrepreneurs right. freelance contracted individuals you, you work with people like me actually which is which is great and where were you all those years ago when i was in trouble no i'm just kidding
1: oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know
0: you know it's it's true dr no i will just say that i won't go into detail here but i i worked for a company uh about 20 years ago and uh, they were self-insured but they didn't fund it and i didn't know yeah. that and i had to have throat yeah. surgery thought i had cancer um, so the bill bounced back on me, $62,000. Yeah.
1: How did you, how did you handle that, Alex? I'm so sorry. Uh,
0: <laughs> I was just so happy that I actually didn't have cancer. I just rolled with it and figured it yeah. out. The ba- bankruptcy certainly was a consideration. I mean, it's, yeah. it's crazy. Um,
1: yeah, what do you do in that sense when you, this unexpected bill and you don't have the coverage that you thought you had? You know, you're in this country, you're screwed to be, to be very blunt, you know?
0: (laughs) No, I appreciate that. Well, I had a different word for it, but (laughs) but it's, it's pretty equal to what you said, but no, it's, I appreciate that. And I I would like to take a little sidecar on that, if you don't mind, uh, because you have an international perspective as well. Yes. What what, what the hell is wrong with this country? Why, why is our health insurance the way it is? In your opinion, you're a medical doctor and, and you're from another country. I'd love your perspective if you don't mind.
1: Thank you. Yes, of course. And I get asked this question often, so I have a well-prepared answer for you. And the answer is it's not exact it's not a simple answer first of all, and it's so screwed is because of our economy being a capitalistic economy. The way our insurance is the way it is, it's because we've got private companies, private insurance companies, who are all vying for your business. And then we've got the government who's trying to mitigate that risk with some type of coverage. And they're two completely different spheres, and they're just kind of always at odds. So because of all of that it's really difficult for a consumer to really figure out like what is really good for me and and it's and it's a very individual case by case situation. So what I try to do is, Hey, I can't change the system, the economy. I can't do anything about all of that as a single person. What I can do is analyze your situation as an individual and just guide you and say, Hey, for your situation, go with a government plan. You're going to be less out of pocket. It's going to give you the coverage you need. Um, And then if that situation changes, you you know, you're a startup, you might have lower funds, but in two, three years, as your business grows, I might say, you know what, it's time for you to get pull out of those government plans and, and go for a private, it's going to protect your investment and it's going to be a better bang for your buck. Um, so that, that's really my response. It's because our system is so deeply rooted in a capitalistic economy. We've just got these big conglomerate key player insurance companies that are just impossible to, to compete with.
0: Well, I, and I, I know we did get on this, uh, interview to talk of you know, policy wonk stuff, but I just have to sure. say this. I just, I, I just don't, I think it's ridiculous that our health insurance is largely tied to our employers in this nation. I don't understand that. Because what is one of the main things you're concerned about if you want to switch employers, you want a different job is like, is the insurance any good? Or or maybe I have a child with a pre-existing condition and now I'm scared to death to, to leave because, right?
1: Yes. And uh-huh. yeah, I, I face that all the time. It's it's sad too, because, you know, we're talking about the 50% of Americans who are self-employed or are business owners, but the other 50, they're just getting their employer coverage. And uh, the biggest fear that Americans have on leaving their corporate job and pursuing their dream or an entrepreneurship idea is losing their benefits. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I, I was fortunate. My my spouse, she she had great insurance and that's yeah. that's why I'm okay. That's why I'm not calling yeah. you at this point, but who knows? No,
1: um, no I'm but, in the same boat as you, Alex. I'm, I'm very fortunate to have a husband in corporate America and I get his benefits too, but so I completely understand.
0: Yeah, it's it's nice. Uh, yeah, I, I try to remember that whenever, you know, she and I are on the outs about something, yeah. I'm just kidding, but, but anyway. Yeah, uh, exactly, she got you on the
1: health <laughs> insurance policy, Alex, watch out now. <laughs> I'm a
0: bit of a kept man in that regard. Um, so this is interesting to me. I thought maybe you, you know, be, I would be like having to write you a big check to work with me, but that's not the case.
1: No, not at all. In fact, my services are all 100% free. Um, if I'm able to help you with an appropriate policy, I would get a commission directly from the insurance companies themselves. So I don't really need to charge uh, my clients, um, but keep in mind, I'm only working with such a specific, specific population. So right. I'm only able to qualify just that niche population, but if I'm able to help them, everybody's happy. I'm happy because I'm making money from an insurance company. You're happy because you're saving tons of money on your insurance. Insurance company is happy because they just sold a policy. So it just works out.
0: Yeah. And if you can't directly help them, I, I w- hear I'm going to go out on a limb and you might be like, Alex, no, like, don't put words in my mouth, but I imagine you yeah. could point them at some other place.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So, so my, my initial call is going to be kind of that direction is, Hey, this is what you should do. This is where you should go. If I'm able to directly help you. Fantastic. If I'm not, I definitely, am going to guide that research and connect you with a referral partner.
0: What, what is the biggest objection you have to overcome with people who eventually become a client? If you don't mind.
1: Let me think about that sure. because it hasn't happened in so long. Objection. I, so the, from a client or from a prospect? Let's say it's somebody,
0: a prospect, and uh, and but they're skeptical or maybe let's say they fit you know, for you. You're like, yeah. this. okay, Alex is the guy yeah. I would like to work with. He, he fits my categories. Yeah. Yeah. But what What are you typically hearing from people like me about why they should work with you and why they should do this? Or maybe not. Maybe they're just so relieved to find somebody like you. They're like, oh, this is great. Let's go. <laughs>
1: Honestly, Alex, that's what, that's what it is. I don't, I don't face an objection because when I can present a solution, the people I'm working with, they're coming to me because they're frustrated because they're either paying too much. They're unhappy with the plan. They can't see the doctors. The solution I'm pr- proposing is going to solve all of those problems. So I don't really right. come across any objection. I'm saving them money It's a you know, better quality plan. Everybody's happy, really.
0: Yeah. Okay. Very good. So how is, is there a kind of a, Sweet spot of about amount, amount of time it takes to figure out what, what people need. Let's say you onboard a client, and then is it like, do you need a couple of days? Do you need a week? Do you need an hour? How long does it take?
1: Fifteen minutes on my end, so yeah. If you book some time to chat with me, Alex, I'm gonna ask you a few questions, just like two, three questions. That's gonna help me do my preliminary research and figure out what options are best. Uh, and right. when I speak to you, I'm just gonna lay out all your options and then I'm gonna propose my recommendation. I think Alex, at this stage, at this time, with your income level, your your medical history, this is gonna be the best bet for you. Um, and if you say, hey, I like it, let's do it. Uh, then we do that one hour call where we go through everything, and that's all the commitment I need, and it costs you nothing.
0: Right. And and then they move on because you found them, they're the promised land you've taken. That's them right.
1: They're at the promised land. And if something happens in that promised land, I'm still here. So they, they feel that peace of mind. Like, you know, if something goes wrong, she's always there. Uh, you know, I got a doctor on my side helping me with my health insurance. Like, what more could I ask for? So it's great.
0: I'm curious. I want to ask you a question because you're an entrepreneur. I want to ask yes. you a question. When you got this idea, and I, I read up a little bit, you, you, you saw this graphic where yeah. charge every day, and it was very evident that the big insurance companies are going to win every time and all that. And, and I know you work with them, so you, you don't want to badmouth mm-hmm. them necessarily. But, sure. but apparently, but you did see that there was some room to maneuver to help people. But as an entrepreneur, did did you, um, were you, what was what you do a known quantity to the large insurers or did they freak out and go, we got a, we got an MD here who wants to you know, do this. How how did that work?
1: Yeah, no, it's, you're, you're right in the sense that my colleagues, my peers who do what I do, they're not nearly as uh, educated as I am with my unnecessary degrees in this field. So yes, I would definitely say that uh, overqualified for this role, but I've really found a way to, to be happy and flourish and, and give back in a way that's meaningful. while still, you know, keep keeping my roots to, to clinical practice. So um, I found my happy balance. I'm good here. Am I, you know, unique in my field? Absolutely. But that's okay.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I just wonder what the insurance folks thought, you know, the, the big companies that you, you, I mean, did you just pick up the phone one day and start looking for mm-hmm. the right people? I mean, I'm just curious about that.
1: Yeah, no, I, the, the company that I'm contracted with, um, I, I honestly they don't care. Like they're, they don't care. They don't know much about me or care much about me. They're just like, okay, that's interesting. Well, well, here you go. That's fine. <laughs> huh, interesting.
0: I just, yeah, because yeah. you strike me as being somebody who's pretty unusual. That's all. And, but yeah, I guess you're right. They're like, okay, yeah. another, another advisor. Just another,
1: yeah. Another person. Sure. Welcome. Yeah. Do you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so how do you, how do you market yourself?
1: Yes. So I definitely in in the beginning years, um, Alex, I would really hide behind uh, the fact that I'm a medical doctor. I was so ashamed. I was like, you know, all these years of of schooling and medical school and grad school just to just to be in a sales job. Like, really, like you don't need any education to do what I do. Um, And I would feel so down about it. uh, And I hid behind it a lot um until i want to say like just pre covid like end of 2019 you know i had like a, a branding breakthrough a website and i went through the the branding phase personal branding. And I'm like, okay, you know, I, I really need to like own myself. Um, and once I did, you know, the credibility spiked, the the inbound volume of business spiked. And I went from having objections to no objections, which is, you know, to answer one of your earlier questions, I think a large part of why I don't get any pushback or objections when I speak to prospects is because of, of my background. Um, so now I'm really just really owning in, into that fact and not hiding behind shame anymore. And that's, that's made a big difference.
0: I, I love that. Honeycomb shame. That's uh, wow. Uh, no, because you're, it's very impressive and your website's great. And there's all these resources there too, which are, yes. is definitely helpful. Do you, do you mind just sharing a little bit about what people can find there on your website?
1: Yeah, absolutely. The resources tab is just chock full of info. I sometimes get overwhelmed with, with all the stuff I put out myself, but there you can find helpful articles and in the, in the, in, in blogs where I write about uh, things that you that really matter to you. So for example, my most recent one, I talked about you know this period of open enrollment where a lot of people have to renew their benefits and their plans, right? You have to see if you want to keep the same plan or you want to change. And uh, many people, especially in the corporate world who get employer benefits, they just say yes, just renew for the sake of doing it without really knowing what they're signing up for. So one of my recent blogs is about what are the three questions you should ask yourself to evaluate your health insurance plan before clicking that renew button. I've also got um, YouTube videos there that answers popular questions. So I actually search um, the web for what people want to know about health insurance. And I do a little quick video answering that. Um, And of course, these uh, informational interviews and podcasts, I have a few of those up there as well.
0: Uh, as we're winding down here, sadly, I've enjoyed this so much. But I want to ask you too. Uh, you use the term fempreneur. I It's mm-hmm. interesting. You're a mom. You're You're yes. a spouse. You're, you're 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 running the show here. You've got all going on. T- tell me about that. Is uh, is this is this job you have now? This that you've carved out for yourself. Is it helping you more or less have it all in that sense? That you you have more time for your child and more time to do the things you want to do. I would assume. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I really, it took a while to get here. I just want to say to, to, to everyone that we would have this conversation with, or if you're thinking or you're in the space, um, it's it's an end goal, like, you know, going into entrepreneurship to have more time with your family. It doesn't happen just because you decide, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to become an entrepreneur. It can take years and it's, it's still, I'm still struggling with it. You know, there are days where I don't see my son at all. It's like 12, 13 hours of work and I don't see him. And so that's a very imbalanced day. But then I will have other days in the week where i'm not working at all where i don't touch my phone or check my emails and i'm giving 100 percent of my time to to my son and that can be an imbalanced day as well but if you look at my week or month as a whole i'm i've managed to find that balance that works for me but it did take years to get here
0: uh preach uh so you know i've been in business 12 years i left corporate world to because it coincided with uh, my daughter being born and uh she's 13 now and as i tell people um all that uh, daddy-daughter time was great but she's 13 now <laughs> she, doesn't, <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't she's downstairs right now she does not yeah. she's off school today she doesn't really need to see dad right now and if i walk down yeah. there it's more about yeah, you know. Yep. So, But yep. but I, I would not trade, Dr. Noor, I would not trade a moment of that. And you're right. I mean, even when I was working 13, 14, 18 hour days, sometimes getting my business started and getting going back, especially when I had staff and all that kind of things. But on balance, it worked for me because I still got to go to school plays. I still got to pick her up from school every day virtually. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I still got to spend all that quality time that I, more so than most well most dads i know to be honest sure. but you know so i just anyway i just admire so much what you've done and and what i loved the most about this and why i was so excited to have you on the show too besides learning all this great stuff you can do for for our listeners is just i just admire the hell out of somebody like you who who you know you've got one path you're very successful at but then you're like you know what i want to do this <laughs> you know i I guess I'm, I'm telling tales out of school too, because that's kind of like me. I've had a a, a few different careers in my career and I admire people who who have have the guts to go try something. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure there was a raised eyebrow or two when you said, I'm more or less not going to be a physician full-time anymore. Right.
1: Oh my God. Still, still to this day. Like I, I feel like I've, you know, achieved a certain level of Success, where I'm not going back. You know, it's not like let's try this and see if it works. Like this is it. This is where I'm going, and it's just growth and scaling from here. But even still, it's like, are you sure you want to do this? I'm like, am I sure I want to do this? I built this from nothing. Of course, I'm sure. This is where I'm going. Where else am I going to go? So yes, Alex, and 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 what you have to remember is you have to be the one to stand your ground and say yes, I am sure. Because if you're not sure, you can't convince the the doubters around you. So you have to be sure.
0: Absolutely. And it's great to have a partner under the same roof who believes in you. And I did. I know that. So um, Dr. Noor, how do we learn more about you and and get in touch with you if we think we might uh, be somebody you could help? How do we
1: do that? Yeah, yeah. You guys can check me out at my website, drnoorhealth.com. That's D-R-N-O-O-R health.com. I'm also very active on social media. You can find me on Instagram stories, uh, send me a connection request on LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. Um, All my services are 100% free. So if you think you just want to have a chat or benefit from a conversation with me, please book some time uh, on my website.
0: And I'm sorry, I didn't ask you this earlier. Is that anywhere in the United States?
1: Um, So I'm licensed to consult for health insurance in 34 states uh, in the US. Uh, But yeah, you just reach out to me. You'll, you'll find it in my, when you book your time with me.
0: All right. Dr. Norali, the healthcare advisor, the MD, um, and also just a, a really fun guest. Thanks so much for joining us here in the virtual lounge.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much, Alex.
0: Oh, you know what that means? Looks like it's last call here at your virtual lounge for PR news views and interviews. We'll keep it short and sweet. And just to remind you if you like the show, there's many ways you can help us keep it going, not the least among which is to rate this podcast. Simply go to the show notes at prafterhours.com or wherever you're getting this podcast and click on the link slash after, and it will take you to Apple Podcasts and a couple other places very easily. One click, you write your review, it's done. Can't tell you enough how important it is to get ratings on those sites so that we can build our audience and keep bringing you the kind of information you need every week for your business. Also, don't forget, if you want to sponsor the show, give us a tip in the virtual tip jar or ask a question. There are links in the show notes. Well, I think it's time that I uh, cleaned up and closed up for this edition of PR After Hours here on Anchor
1: FM.